Welcome to the Nutrition Insight Project. I'm Hannah Saffold, your podcast host. I'm a dietitian, educator, creator, and mom. Here I'll be sharing with you my journey working on creating change in the nutrition world. We'll talk about all things nutrition and we'll go on some tangents too. I'm going to let my curiosity take the lead and I'm so excited you're here. Let's jump right in. Welcome to or welcome back to the Nutrition Insight Project podcast. It's Hannah, your host. How are you all? I went to do the podcast finally. I was ready. I got my microphone all set up and it wasn't working. I actually have a backup microphone and that wasn't working either. So I decided to record on one of my trail walks. So here I am. So excuse the background noise and the mic quality and (laughs) bear with me. I was excited to record and for me that was a sign that it was time to get back on and connect with you all. I took a break, I think it's been about a month since my last podcast recording and life has been busy and I kind of was laughing because I had to take my own advice. And you know that moment where you feel a little bit like a hypocrite because you're like, well, for me, I'm working with my clients on taking care of themselves, setting boundaries. Um, Yeah, just listening to what their body and their minds need. And I had taken on the part-time job at the treatment center about five months ago. And I realized, (laughs) I realized that it was no longer fitting into my life and I decided to quit. And that was pretty hard for me because I'd only been there five months. I, all of my other jobs, I'd been there a lot longer and I could also feel that it was not sustainable to keep going. I could feel it in my body and I had all of these other things that I needed to spend my time on, including my private practice, which has been growing, as well as my teaching commitments for the community college. Last semester in the spring, I didn't have any sections. This semester, I have three sections. (laughs) So a lot more grading, a lot more needs there. And my kids had started school. And a lot of times the transition back to school can be challenging, but this year it has been a little bit more challenging than previous years. So my kids have needed me to be there for them a bit more. Could just feel myself becoming worn out physically and emotionally. And so that was the piece that I had to let go of. And I've met wonderful people there and the clients there have been lovely. And at the same time, it just was time for me to go. And even though it was only five months, I had to give myself permission to go. No one's, who says you have to stay at a job for like a year, two years, three years, like whatever. So the minute that I made that decision, I felt kind of this sigh of relief and I knew it was the right decision. So this week has been my first week without the treatment center work. So I had some space and energy to record the podcast again. (laughs) So I had just uh, gotten myself 
to the point where I was so tired, the idea of jumping on here and chatting with you all just wasn't appealing. And I promised myself when I started that I wasn't going to force myself to do it if I wasn't excited about it, if I wasn't having fun with it. So today I had some time and I realized I was like almost caught up, you know, with life, with work, chores and things like that. And so I was like, oh, I, I really want to like get back on and give people an update on where I'm at. And just to share the main thought for today, which was how can you listen to what your body and your emotions are trying to tell you? So oftentimes our body and our minds will try to send us signals when things aren't aren't in alignment or if things need to change. So whether that's something physically, you know, like you're feeling lightheaded or um, you're getting lab tests that are abnormal or any physical symptoms or if it's something emotional, you're feeling anxiety, you're feeling depression, you're feeling worried, um, any distressing emotions, those are all signs that perhaps something needs to change. And for me, I was getting signs that something needed to change and I was able to listen to that and honor that by letting go of this part-time job. And I recognize that I'm lucky that I have other sources of income that I can lean on and it's not without risk, right? When we let go of something and we shut a door, we're just hoping that other doors open up or other doors stay open and you know the way the universe works sometimes like okay so I let go of that job and this week I've gotten quite a few new clients reaching out to me wanting to start working with me in my private practice and now I have time to bring them in and I have appointments available to offer them so I'm hoping that that will continue to blossom and flourish so the question today to ponder is What is my body telling me? Can I listen? Sometimes we have to listen very carefully. Sometimes it whispers. Sometimes it's telling us something softly. Other times it starts to get louder and louder. Sometimes it screams with what it needs. In what ways does it need us to care for it? A lot of times I'm working with my clients on relearning or learning for the first time how to take care of their bodies on a deep level around food and movement sometimes we've never learned it's been out of balance since we can remember so having a moment to pause and check in with ourselves am i okay and if not can i listen and explore what are areas that I might need to change, heal, grow, and evolve over time. Is there something I'm holding on to that I need to let go of? Is there some sort of expectations that I've internalized? Is it time to let go? Are there ways that I'm not showing up for myself? Are there boundaries or or things I've told myself I'm going to do and I'm not doing them? And if so, 
can I make something a little bit more attainable, a little bit more realistic? Maybe I'm setting the bar too high if I continue to feel like I let myself down. So listening requires us to slow down. And in the fast pace of life, that can be really hard to slow down. But like I said, our body and our emotions will try to tell us we feel a little unsettled. Maybe we can take one minute, two minutes, just to close our eyes and check in. I mean, I guess if you're driving, don't close your eyes and check in. But if you're getting those signals, pausing, checking in, building in those moments of reflection. And then beyond that, do I need support? Would having someone in my corner, on my side, someone to connect with, would that help me move through these changes? So once I have insight, and if I'm still struggling, it's like, why do I keep sabotaging? Why do I keep doing these behaviors I know I don't want to do? Well, sometimes at that point, having support can be really helpful because we heal oftentimes in connection, connection with others and connection to ourselves. The other piece to think about is, is what I'm doing sustainable? Or do I need to think of changes that I need to make to make it sustainable? I knew that having all those jobs and all that work was becoming unsustainable. So what are the changes I need to put in place to feel like my life is something that I'm looking forward to? We all have parts of our day, stages in our lives even, that are really challenging, that can be filled with grief, sorrow, despair. And if that's something I'm feeling a lot, are there things in my environment that I can look at shifting to move more into alignment? Are there behaviors that I know that in the past have brought me joy that I can bring into my life? One of the things I have revisited is I took an adult dance class. So I used to do dance when I was a teenager and young adult. And I really, really enjoyed it. And of course I dance like, you know, in the kitchen (laughs) or maybe if we're out, which is rare, but if we're out and there's music, (laughs) I'll dance. But I haven't taken a class in quite a while. And I was nervous. I was nervous to get back out there as, you know, at this point in my life to see kind of how that felt. And it felt good. It felt good to get out get out of my house, out of my head, move into my body. And it felt good to do something that kind of scared me, that kind of was like outside of my current comfort zone. So are there things that you love and that you enjoy that have fallen out that you want to bring back in?
So I think that's where I'll end with my, <laughs> my musings and want to leave you with just an update on the Nutrition Insight Project. This is my work to increase awareness around nutrition students and dietitians doing our own nutrition therapy and nutrition growth work. And since I've last talked with you all, I did another guest lecture. This time it was at UC Berkeley to their nutrition students. And every time I give this talk, it goes a little bit better. <laughs> so like anything, the more you practice, the more it flows, the more ease. <laughs> so it was really good. And I have a few more scheduled this fall. And every time I remember to remind myself in presenting these ideas to these students, I, that is success. That is success. If I can encourage one nutrition student to go get help, that is a success. So with each talk, I'm hopefully planting some seeds and helping nutrition students who may not even know that they have a problem or that there's support out there or the possibility of relief. So hopefully people end up feeling a little less alone, maybe, hopefully. <laughs> and I'll just continue to plug away with that and measuring how much I can put into the project and how much I need to be putting into these other parts of my life. So right now that means a little bit of Instagram, trying to do these podcasts. Although, like I said, I'm not going to do it if I'm not feeling it. That doesn't serve you all if I'm resentful and I'm recording. <laughs> it doesn't serve me either because it kind of defeats the whole message of living a life in alignment. You know, I don't get paid to do the podcast. <laughs> so it's more of a labor of love. So if it's not feeling fun, if it's feeling more like obligation, and I'm not excited to do it, I'm not going to record. But I hope that you're willing to listen <laughs> and stay with me. If you notice I take a break, just know that I'm still over here, step by step, brick by brick, trying to build, trying to grow, trying to sp spread messages of healing and trying to help my clients and students learn how to tap into their own inner truth, their own inner wisdom. And at the same time as I'm navigating my life with my kids, my partner, and my jobs, trying to do the same myself. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Nutrition Insight Project podcast, and I hope you are well and finding ways to find some joy. Take care, friends. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Nutrition Insight Project podcast. Please rate and review. 
If you've enjoyed what you've heard, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you have nutrition friends or dietitian friends or anyone who you might think would like the podcast, please share. Word of mouth is the best way to get the podcast out into the world. If this is something that speaks to you and you want more information about any of my offerings, please reach out at nutritioninsightproject at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions on topics you'd like me to cover or guests that you'd like me to have on, or if you would like to be a guest, also please reach out. You can find me on the social media places at Nutrition Insight Project or Hannah Saffold will also lead you to me. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day and that you have found value in today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.